1: Michael Reed on on LMFM. In nine days' time, you'll be voting in uh, the presidential election. You'll have six candidates uh, to choose from. One of those is the independent candidate, Sean Gallagher, who joins us now. Good morning to you and uh, thanks uh, for joining us here on the programme. We've invited all of the candidates to speak to us at some stage before polling day. Uh, And like all of the other candidates, perhaps uh, you'd like uh, to begin briefly by setting out your stall for us and telling people what you believe they should vote for you.
0: You're very welcome, Michael, and nice to be with you. Good morning. Um, Yes, uh, the key areas that uh, if I was honoured to be elected as president for the next seven years uh, would be to focus on, in addition to the constitutional role lay down as as protector of the constitution and the ceremonial role uh, working obviously to welcome heads of state and state visits but more importantly than that uh, what i would like to outline are a number of areas uh, that are emerge from my own life life experience and those areas which i'd like to prioritize the first of those is in the area of ability as somebody who has grown up myself with a visual impairment and struggled with my sight uh, as, a, as a child during school I know the challenges that many people face dealing with disability. And so on the 3rd of December of this year if honoured to be elected, I would launch a year-long initiative uh, on ability, where we focus on a person's ability rather than their disability. And if I could look back, Michael, in seven years' time and say that I, along with others, had helped change the public's perception around those who have a disability in our society, where people would see not just a disability, but the ability of the person would be important. And to empower individuals with a disability to step forward so that they have a, a right to live their life to the best of their ability. And if we could create Ireland as a role model of inclusivity about how a country can can include citizens with a disability or indeed difference. So ability is important to me. The other areas are volunteerism and, and our community uh, and creating sustainable communities, international trade and the creation Uh, and progression of the all-island, the unification of our people. So on volunteerism and community, as somebody who was a professional youth worker and learned much of my skills, many of my skills through my involvement in communities, I think volunteerism is at the very heart, at the very best of what we do as Irish people. But I think it needs to be celebrated and acknowledged more than ever so that we encourage more people to continue to play their role in society, great work, whether that's tidy towns, youth groups, athletics groups, boxing clubs, football clubs, work that government could never do and never fund. We need that to continue. We need to encourage more people into that, that sense of self-determination, that we come together collectively to improve our own communities. Mm. I think, too, the area of trade as somebody who has been a champion for small and medium-sized businesses across the country for the last 25 years, including you know more than uh, 15 years in in, La- in Dundalk and Loud, but serving on the north South trade body set up under the Good Friday agree- Agreement, helping to lead trade missions abroad. On the back of Brexit, the exit of the UK from Brexit, we're going to see those ramifications kick in, and we're going to need to help work with government uh, and the, the, the uh, arms of the state, whether that's Enterprise Ireland, IDA, Board BIA, and others, Tourism Ireland, to yeah. help continue to attract investment into Ireland and also open up new markets for our small and medium-sized companies okay. across the country. I, 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 might, st- I,
1: I, might, I might stop Ireland. you, if you don't mind, sure, uh, but Michael, before you yeah. talk about the fourth strand, and uh, sure. trying to bring about a, a united Ireland, and maybe we can conclude a, 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 a on that particular sure. aspect of your candidature. But uh, before we do that, maybe uh, you'd tell us who you are, because I fear there's... Possibly a lot of people listening to us this morning who've never heard of Sean Gallagher. Uh, You ran in the last presidential election, uh, but that was at a a time when you were known because you used to be on the telly. Uh, Now, there's a a lot of people who will go out on Friday week uh, to vote uh, and will have never seen you on that programme. So who is Sean Gallagher, and why would you be able to achieve these
0: things? And that's a really good question, Michael. So firstly, I grew up in a small village in Cavan. And um, my 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 challenges growing up, as I mentioned, were struggling with my sight mm. and struggling through an educational system which, at a time, wouldn't have had educational psychologists and others. So, but it did develop in me a strong sense of resilience. My my defining moments, I think, were outside the educational system, and um, the first of those being when I set up a local Furoga youth club. I got to understand um, local youth politics. I got to understand. Uh, you know, youth work and mm. uh, the importance of, you know, the development of young people. And that led me into a whole area of community development. Uh, when I was uh, starting my career, I started in agriculture and farming. I attended agricultural college and began in farming and farm business. Uh, and then I moved into professional youth work and became one of Ireland's first uh, trained professional youth workers. And that led me then to work with young people with um, in Young Offenders helped me to, uh, I worked with the Nav and Travelling community, Michael and Nell McDonagh, uh, and it also brought me in then to spend a number of years writing Ireland's first wellness life skills program mm equipping young people with the skills to avoid the alcohol, misuse of alcohol and drug abuse. And I think and you're so a successful
1: businessman, but for young people listening to us, as somebody mm. who's worked with young people, I'm sure you're acutely aware that there's a lot of young people uh, who won't remember who was on the telly seven years ago who will be uh, entitled to uh, a vote in this election, some of them voting for the first time for that matter, and they'll be saying, who is this fella? And uh, if he was good at doing all of those things, surely we'd know of him.
0: Well, I mean, it's like everybody who steps forward for election. I mean, I've uh, worked at a diversity of backgrounds, youth work, community work. Uh, and and yes, I've been a business person. And while I was on the TV uh, with Dragon's Den, I probably spent more time working with the traveling community in Navan than I did in total in Dragon's Den. But I have been a champion. And I've also, for the last six years, Michael, traveled to a different county every week, um, uh, you know, profiling Uh, the experience of our small and medium-sized companies to inspire young people and others to start businesses. But I've also, as I go to each county and visit a company, I I usually call into either a primary or secondary school or meet a community group, and I share my experience to help encourage and motivate young people. I spend a lot of time mentoring young people. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time mentoring uh, companies as well. And then obviously in the last seven years, you know, people often say, "Well, where have you been?" Um, Do you think
1: the Fianna Fail government uh, served young people well?
0: The Fianna Fail government.
1: Yes, the last Fianna Fail government. Well, I'm. I'm uh,
0: I, what's the relevant? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, uh, surprise surprised me. Have you ever voted for anybody other than Fianna Fail?
0: I voted for individuals. Yes, yeah. um, but well, I, mean, I mean, you're I, you're, you're,
1: I, you're Fianna Fail to, to the core, aren't you?
0: I started uh, in Faroigia when I was 17, Macro when I was 18, and I joined Ogre Fianna Fáil when I was 21. Yeah, and mm. I've always been very proud of my time uh, involved in uh, in Fianna Fáil. I think it's important. And
1: sat mm. in the national people executive people. for a while. Uh, but uh, do you believe that the last Fianna Fáil government served young people well?
0: I, I'm not sure what you're getting, Michael, because what, I'm, what I'm, I'm talking about is... Um, I'm not um a Fianna Fáil candidate. I'm an independent candidate in the election. And uh, while I've received the support throughout the, uh, the country from local authorities. Well, people
1: I would, would associate you with Fianna
0: Fáil and mm, Fianna Gale People and would
1: associate you with Fianna Fáil, so that's why I was asking. Like You know, I mean, as a, a former member of the executive and somebody uh, who hasn't told me they voted for anybody other than Fianna Fáil, I I'd have thought that, that it was a, a relevant question, given that you're talking about promoting yeah. the well, ha, uh, well-being of young people in this country. Uh, there was a, a party that you've been a, a member of that was in government for uh, most uh, of this country's history. Uh, and I was asking you how they serve the young people of the country
0: well I mean all, all, uh, all governments uh, and, I'm, and the, what's important about this role uh, of the president that this is outside of party politics uh, Michael and while the ro- route to getting a nomination may be political the office is not political whoever serves as president is not a member of a political party and, and the role is not, uh, not political so I mean I have been in Fianna Fáil and uh, I, I'm proud of my time in Fianna Fáil uh and i'm i'm happy uh, to see more and more people becoming okay. active in all political okay. walks of okay.
1: life. okay okay uh, okay I, I mean i i'm sure people uh, are interested to hear you Uh, criticise the incumbent President Michael E. Higgins and would see that uh, as a a political statement uh, but are unwilling to make criticism of a a country that allowed the country to of a government that allowed the country to sink into the sea which uh, destroyed the lives of so many young people uh, and many of them emigrated and saw their fortunes turn on their heads.
0: I'm, um, to be very clear, I have not been critical of Michael D. Higgins as a person. I have been critical of the behavior of the uh, holder of the office on the issues uh, of tr- uh, transparency and trust. That, and these are standards he himself spoke about in 2011 Um that, that, that the holder of the office of president should satisfy concerns and trust and transparency. And he told us, uh, absolutely assured the nation that he was going to serve one term. Now he's changed that. He's talked about transparency uh, in the finances and, and, and we're being told now that he will give that transparency if we elect him for another seven years. I don't think that's transparent. And Michael D. Higgins was president of the Labour Party when him, and sat behind him in Gilmore in the chamber in, the, in, the, in, in Dolaran, when Eamon Gilmore called for the resignation of the Kankoria at the time because of what he said was extravagance within international travel. Uh, and the defence at the time from the Kankoria was that he didn't organise it directly, it was organised by the department. The very same defence that Michael D. Higgins is putting up now. If that was wrong in 2009 and they were calling for the head of the Kankoria, John O'Donnell at the time... Why is that not wrong now? And I'm just wondering, is this double standards from Michael D?
1: OK, well, we leave that to people uh, because we don't have uh, the time to tease that out here to uh, contemplate themselves. Uh, you uh, wanted to talk uh, about a fourth strand of uh, your candidature, which was uh, to work to develop uh, uh, an All-Ireland or to reunite Ireland, uh, I suppose uh, you could say. Uh, have you ever been a, a supporter of a, an armed struggle uh, to... Uh, Unite Ireland?
0: No, I've never been a supporter of violence. Um, and um, I was very taken uh, in 1985 when I first met John Hume by his language and his philosophy. He himself, who had never supported uh, the, the armed struggle or conflict or violence, that he talked about the importance of uniting people, that, that difference was often an accident of birth. And so it was about the, the creating a, a, an environment where both traditions could live in harmony. And of course, you know, much has happened uh, in the last 20 years uh, since the Good Friday Agreement. And I have been involved on the North South Trade Body, helping to establish links, uh, you know, with the all-island economy, which is now more important in the context of Brexit. But I was very impressed, and it was probably the first president other than mary robinson that i became inspired by which was the work of mary McAleese and her husband martin who did incredible work michael to reach out into the loyalist communities and indeed to talk and approach and work with the paramilitaries uh, to to begin to forge links which led to relationships that i think are ultimately uh, at the foundation of any talks about a unification of territory we must first unite individuals and communities. And, uh, and that's where I think the conversation needs to go back to, and we need to continue to carry on the work that Mary McAleese did and Martin McAleese. And I would like to be involved in leading that conversation.
1: In that context, uh, in... The context of working towards uh, reuniting Ireland uh, and uh, indeed uh, your opposition to violence and an armed struggle. If instead of the six names that we have on the ticket for the 26th, there were just two names, uh, who would you vote for if you were choosing between Eamon de Valera and Michael Collins?
0: Well thankfully that's not a case and that's a very hypothetical question. I mean what's important now is to deal with the candidates that we have and the situation that we have. I couldn't shape the history of Ireland but my role now is to see what I can do to shape the future and I I want to as president focus clearly on what's laid out in our constitution which is that we would seek to unite the people of the territory of, of Ireland and I know You know, from where I grew up in Cavan, just on the borders of Fermanagh with the Legge Kelly checkpoints, of of being, you know, maybe 16 miles away from where Arlene Foster grew up. And we would never, ever have had an opportunity to meet either through the education system, through a recreational system or through politics or religion. It was just, we were, while geographically, we were closest. We were worlds apart and everything else. We need to create now opportunities for young people, for sports groups, for community organizations to meet to work together and to understand their similarities more than their differences and then to create a sense of harmony where people can live together, respecting, and I think that's the most important thing awareness understanding but respect of everybody's tradition
1: okay sean look thanks uh, for joining us uh, this morning we'd like to wish you indeed all of the candidates uh, the best of luck in uh, the remaining days of uh, the campaign and uh, as i say
0: thank you for joining us you're very welcome michael thank you and to all your listeners
1: independent candidate sean gallagher michael Michael reed on on lmfm